0: Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 316, recorded live on Sunday, July 14th, 2013. And here are your hosts. The man who I'm going to call out on this episode, Dave Pillay. Hey! The man who is all ready to record on Saturday, Andy Lohai. Yeah, yeah. T minus, let's see, four, 16 hours? If, yeah. If, yeah, 16 hours? Yeah. I really need... I should just I can't do next started. Saturday either. What?
1: I can't do next Saturday either.
0: I'm glaring into the microphone. You can't see that, but
1: I am. I gave you... Hey, at least I'm giving you a week this time. <laughs> Look, at least... Let, let me put it this way. 16 hours is a significant improvement over what it used to be.
0: That's like saying... You know, only getting shot in the leg is a lot better than, you know, just getting shot in the chest.
1: Well, is getting shot in the leg better than getting shot in the chest?
0: Yes, but you're still getting shot.
1: Yes. But which would you, if you had to get shot, which would you prefer? If I had to get shot. If you had to get shot, which would you prefer?
0: I think I would prefer getting shot in the leg. There you go. But I would prefer not getting shot at all.
1: I'm working on it. I'm getting better. I really anyway, should. yesterday was Twilight Imperium.
0: Which takes and, forever in a day.
1: And, well, yeah, actually, it did. And helping a friend move. And it was really the helping the friend move that did it.
0: I see. Did you at least get some, well, pizza or beer or something? Well, wait, you can't eat either of those.
1: Right. And I had to leave to go to Twilight Imperium. <laughs> So I, mani- I was there for what he really needed, which was helping him move his bed. Because he has a queen-size mattress, and he has the, like, Tempur-Pedic, whatever, not sleep number, but where it's, like, the adjustable back of the bed. So the bed frame itself was mechanized.
0: That must have weighed a ton.
1: And really, really, really heavy. It was so heavy.
0: Was he on, like, a third-floor apartment or something?
1: second floor and then fourth floor. Thank Ooh. God for elevators.
0: Oh, you had the elevator? Oh. I had
1: elevators. I did not have to carry it down four flights of stairs or up four flights of stairs. <laughs> elevators.
0: Thank you, Otis.
1: Yep. And then after that was Twilight Imperium. And that's an amazing, amazing game. But that took us from about 12.30 till 2.30 in the morning.
0: Yeah, it was like you're playing Twilight Imperium. There goes your day.
1: Yep, the entire day. We took five turns. That was it? That was it. The entire game took five turns, beginning to end. Now, 14 hours.
0: Can I Can I ask a question? Yeah. Why?
1: Because it was a lot of fun.
0: Really? Sitting
1: around? Yeah, I mean, it, it was 14 hours. It was really 12 hours because we took two hours for dinner, but... Nowhere during that time did I sit there and be like, we where, you know, what are we doing? Like like, the whole time you're actively participating and doing stuff. We role played the Senate sessions.
0: Well, okay. So that would actually, um,
1: voting took a long time. (laughs) It was basically, it, it became diplomacy at that point. Diplomacy in space.
0: Speaking of another game that takes forever in a day.
1: Yeah. So imagine Diplomacy, except with, you know, space combat and lots of other stuff.
0: I still can't. I think that I'm trying to think of the longest board game that I actually could enjoy playing.
1: You played Diplomacy and liked it.
0: Yeah. It, it, diplomacy started to bog down really quickly. It's one of those things where it's, it, it was a long game and it didn't keep up the excitement for the entire time which i can i can honestly tell was not just me having gm'd half dozen games online at mm-hmm. least that the fact that it's it's not just me who realizes the end game of diplomacy it, unless you're in the lead um gets boring really quickly yes where you get people who just send me a set of orders and be like could you just repeat these orders for the rest of the game what <laughs> Because they knew that they were going to lose. So they're just like, okay, I'm done.
1: That sucks. That is unfortunate.
0: That's the problem with some of those long games is unless you can keep everybody occupied.
1: Yeah. Well, but that's why this game works so nicely. Twilight Imperium. Because everyone was still busy and occupied. There was only like three or four space battles the entire game.
0: But still 12 hours.
1: 12 hours of gameplay.
0: I don't think I'd be able to set aside
1: that much time.
0: That much time.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we've been organizing this and planning it for a couple weeks now. We're thinking of doing it like three or four times a year. Just every couple months. Crazy. Set aside one Saturday. And that's, I mean, that's what it takes is one complete Saturday. And that's what you're going to be doing.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say no to that. No? Such a fun game.
1: Oh, well. Speaking of fun games that take a very long time. Civ Five. Yes. They brought back Pit Boss.
0: Oh, is it part of the new DLC, with this one called? Uh...
1: It's, it's actually part of an update to the core game. Really? Yeah. It was in preparation for Brave New World, the new DLC, which, by the way, is pretty fun. But they brought back Pit Boss, as Andy goes to look it up.
0: Yes. Is it actually live yet? It should be. Did my game update? I assume so. Let me check my library.
1: Back on July 2nd.
0: Are you trying to say that you're trying to get a... Uh, really, Brian, Julie, and Rich are already in a game of Civ Five right now?
1: So it seems. Primarily, I assume, because of the Steam sale. Which, oh hey look, topic, it's the Steam summer sale!
0: Started on my birthday. No, day yep. before my birthday.
1: Thursday. Oh, Brian just left Civ Five. He's now playing something else. Started on Thursday, which was the 11th, day before your birthday. Happy which birthday. Which everybody
0: predicted was going to be when it did because last year it started on the 12th, which was. Uh,
1: I mean, no, not every, A lot of people were predicting it would start on the 4th.
0: It didn't start on the 4th last year. Last year it started on the 12th, which was a right. Thursday after July 4th.
1: It, it always starts on a Thursday. Yeah. So a lot of people were saying, oh, it's the 27th, and then it wasn't. Oh, it's the 4th, and then it wasn't. And I like, oh, it's the 11th, and then it was.
0: Which uh, it's what I was. I looked at last year's sale and was like, okay, it's going to start on the eleventh.
1: Yep, Thursday after Fourth of July. Thing is, two years ago it was before the Fourth of July. I think I could be wrong. And wow, are they pushing the cards?
0: Yeah, they're pushing the cards.
1: They are so pushing cards for this sale.
0: Which means the prices of cards have hit rock bottom
1: because everyone's selling them. Yeah, and everyone's getting them. I need three more of these summer sale cards.
0: I only have three of them, granted I've only bought one game, so...
1: You have one that I need.
0: Well, I'm not giving it up, because I want all ten as well.
1: Oh. I have extras that I can give you. I have some duplicates.
0: And now Brian's back in... Si- okay, I need to close Steam.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're just going to get distracted by that over and over and over again.
0: So, um, for those who haven't done a Steam Summer Sale before, should we give kind of like a basic tips for... Games Always wait for
1: it to be on sale.
0: Yeah, there there are games, if, you, if you're planning on buying any game, just wait until at least the 22nd. Because it could be a daily sale, it could be a community sale, it could be a flash sale. If you're thinking about buying any game, right now would be a good time to put it on your wish list.
1: Because it'll notify you when it's on sale.
0: Yes, even if it's just a flash sale or a community sale, it will send you an email going, Hey, one of your games is on sale.
1: Mm-hmm. Reminds me, I think I need to put Final Fantasy VII on my wish list.
0: I was wondering if you had gotten that yet.
1: I have not bought it yet, but it's on my wish list.
0: It's on your wish list?
1: Yep. A lot of things are on my wish list, actually. How come I'm not getting emails about that? Oh, I can remove that from my wish list. I have that game now.
0: Say, just hold on, and also, if you accidentally miss one of your games, if they were on sale...
1: Just wait for it.
0: Yeah, wait until the last
1: day. Last day is usually an encore day where they will say, like... All of these games that were previously on sale for ridiculous amounts are on sale again for the same ridiculous amount. Mm-hmm. So many games. So Yeah,
0: from now until July 22nd. So you have a week left.
1: Yep. Unless you waited too long to listen to this episode. True. If what, it is after the 22nd,
0: sorry. Now, a bunch of people were thinking there was going to be something ARG-related with the sale. Not so much. So well, that again? Th- there, well, some people were thinking there was going to be some sort of ARG connected with all these trading cards and this, that, and the other thing. And let me just double check. But last time I checked, the only thing "quote unquote" ARG related to the 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 cards and the um, postcards and stuff mm-hmm. was the serial codes.
1: The serial codes.
0: Yeah, if you look, if you take your uh, little trading card and you click on it, the uh, it will actually show up as a postcard. Yeah. And so there's these little icons in the serial code on the bottom postcard. right? Yes, the serial code's on the bottom right. Okay. Which one if are you looking at?
1: Uh, the Dead Island.
0: Oh, Dead Island is one of the two that people have not figured out what the heck the serial code means.
1: SS13-P869?
0: Yeah. People don't know what the P869
1: means. What's the SS13? Summersale Summer 13. 13. P869. So what do some of no. the other ones mean?
0: Well, Bioshock Infinite has the serial code of SS13P75007, which is the postal code for the Eiffel Tower. Okay. Uh, some of them have their serial code is basically their release date. Like Skyrim is eleven eleven twenty eleven, which is the release date for Skyrim.
1: P two nine nine seven nine two four five eight.
0: It's the speed of light in a vacuum.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it is. As for Kerbal Space Program. Mm hmm. Uh, P one zero two seven torchlight.
0: Torchlight was released on ten twenty seven two thousand and nine. Okay. You see, so they they figured out all of these except Dead Island and Football Manager. So nothing else has popped out from the summer sale other than that.
1: They're just they're not even ARGs. Those are just Easter eggs.
0: Yeah. So everybody can put their tinfoil hat away.
1: Yeah. No Source 2 or Half-Life 3. Nope. Not yet, at least. Soon. Soon, Andy, soon.
0: At some point in the future.
1: So There is a in- bet for you. <laughs> what? There is a bet for you.
0: Oh, no, I'm never going to bet for or against Valve.
1: Okay. Speaking of Valve, I saw something on our topic list about them.
0: Yeah, Um. it seems that an ex-Valve employee kind of dished the dirt on what it was like to work at Valve.
1: This was the hardware engineer who was let go?
0: Yes, back in February. Okay. She says it's quote-unquote working like um, she felt like she was in high school.
1: Welcome to the rest of your life, sweetie. Tell me, Andy, have you worked in a place yet that didn't feel like high school?
0: Well, I'm trying to think of what high school, high school aspects were in some of the places that I worked. Let's see, working at Best Buy, there was the high school group. That's how I almost got fired and one of the managers didn't. Mm-hmm. See. And there was high school at Circuit City. There was a bit of a high school atmosphere at the uh, Census Bureau, but that was just because it was the guys who worked there since the beginning. It's one of those things where it was basically first one in, last one's out. Yep. No, yeah, pretty much all the places I've worked has a somewhat high school feel to it.
1: Right. Do you know why it's all the places you worked have a high school feel like to it? Why? Because everything feels like high school, period. All places, all workplaces are going to feel like high school or like college, which is really just high school.
0: Yeah, there are popular kids that have acquired power in the company, and then there's troublemakers and everyone in between.
1: Right. I mean, that's everywhere. You're not going to avoid that, unless you work kind of for yourself.
0: True. Because it, it's hard to be Kate with the cool kids. that
1: where she works is like high school, and that they even have a prom.
0: What? Oh, yeah, Kate's prom. Oh, yeah. Right. So, yeah. It seems that's, that we're not going to be going to prom, side note.
1: Okay, that's a a silly complaint that my workplace feels like high school. Of course it does.
0: Because every place feels like high school.
1: Right. Certainly in my experience and in the experience of people that I've talked to. Now, certainly that's not a 100%. I can't definitively say every place, but I've got a pretty large sample size. It's a biased sample, but it's a pretty large sample size. So she goes on and, and kind of rants about working at Valve and that it's not the ideal paradise that people sometimes make it out to be. And I can I can sympathize with that. I can get behind it. At the same time, this is a report from a disgruntled ex-employee.
0: Yeah. She's literally at the end of the article says, I'm sounding bitter, and I am. I am really, really bitter because they promised me the world and then they backstabbed me.
1: Yep. I mean, Sorry. She's laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah. Or crying all the way to the bank. I mean, like, you know, I'm not, yeah.
0: So what else we got video game related?
1: Well, there's one that I don't think is on the list about Don Matrick again and his jump from Microsoft to Zynga. Okay. And it turns out prior to the jump, he had tried to convince Microsoft to purchase Zynga.
0: Now, why would they do that?
1: I don't know. I want to know why people keep giving this man a job. Because? I mean, perhaps he he has a skill set that I'm not familiar with. Maybe I'm just totally misreading him. But it feels like he's misreading the market.
0: I don't know. It's one of those things where you're just like, I read, um, what was the name of that book? Uh, Liar's Poker. It's done by the guy who did Moneyball about his time working at um, some investment bank or something Mm -hmm. like that. I can't remember this, the details off the top of my head, but he's working at one of the Wall Street places. Yeah. And he talked about uh, how they were ahead of the game, this, that, and the other thing, and then some of the guys who were not doing too well decided just to get up and leave, and they were hired automatically at other investment banks because they were working at this one.
1: Right. Like, they had the experience, clearly, but not.
0: No. some of those things were, they were just because they were good on paper, they, of course, should be good in person.
1: Yeah, that works out.
0: Just so it's, wow! Ugh. Wow! It's one of the it's it's not. It's sort of like nepotism, right?
1: Good old boys.
0: Yeah, it's not like directly family related, but it's you know business incestuous. related
1: Well, I mean, we've been well. I don't know about we, but I've been saying for some time that the video game industry is incredibly incestuous.
0: Oh yeah,
1: and we've in fact said it on this show.
0: If, if you're in, you're in. Right and heaven forbid you bring an outsider in which actually could lead us to our next topic go for it so um
1: when would you bring in an outsider hm i guess like atari did that well warner did that when they bought atari and then kicked out nolan bushnell that didn't go well no apple did that but that's not gaming go on i'm
0: are you just spitballing there
1: well i'm i'm trying to think of other examples but go on
0: so microsoft yeah decided to do some restructuring uh-oh. Yeah, there's, a I guess, a big memo that was sent out from Balmer.
1: Uh-oh. Yeah.
0: Um, so that means they're going to reorganize the company by function. So you're going to have engineering, marketing, business development, evangelism. I'm very curious so what the hell that department does.
1: Andy, it's business development and evangelism.
0: Okay, so what the hell does evangelism do?
1: Uh, it grows support. So it's, uh, it's getting the word out.
0: Were they uh, just put off by all the Apple fanboys and they want to get their own?
1: Potentially, maybe. Anyway, advanced strategy and research, finance, HR, legal, and COO. Engineering will then be split up. You have OS, apps, cloud, and devices.
0: Which means there is now a new head for the Xbox, whose name is Julie Larson Green. And she has gone on record that she's not a gamer, which made the internet go a little crazy. Oops. Which I, on the other hand, I got to look this up, but I do believe uh, Reggie, can't pronounce his last name, the Nintendo guy. Phil Yes. I swear that he was not working in the video game industry before he started working at Nintendo.
1: Could be. So Julie Larson Green has been at Microsoft for 20 years.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, she's not a gamer. This is not going to be good. All right. So here we go. I actually looked up Reggie's Wikipedia page. So he got his bachelor's... In Applied Economics at Cornell. Started working with Procter & Gamble. Gamble. Then he went to Pizza Hut. Then he went to Guinness. After that, he joined Panda Marketing, which is a Chinese food company. And then he went to VH1. And then he went to Nintendo.
1: So Julie Larson Green's been at Microsoft for 20 years. She was responsible for the Office 2007 ribbon.
0: And she was working on, what, Windows 8 and the Surface?
1: Yeah, she took over Windows development, basically. Oh, wow. I know the person who wrote this article. She was an Omegonaut with me.
0: That's a little weird.
1: Granted, Chelsea Stark.
0: Isn't somebody from Fitzcell, wasn't they an Omegonaut as well during yep. your year?
1: Yep. Okay. I have a game designer. I have a game journalist. Actually, I had several game designers. Yep.
0: So, do you think this is as big of a problem as half the internet thinks so? No. Yeah, I don't think so either.
1: I think she'll she'll probably do fine i mean look at it this way it's hard to do worse than matric yeah so we'll see what happens um which i, mean, I actually think is too was late a- for her to do anything directly to the the xbox one no right it, although yeah, it, i did well, see i did see a rumor that they were planning on bringing back like the family share thing
0: are you talking about the petition that everybody was signing to bring back the stuff that everybody complained about the first time
1: right well, not everything. That they were going to bring back certain features. It still wouldn't require you to check in every day.
0: But still, it's it's a little ridiculous. Where people are, people hear all the news, then complain, and then they change, and now people are complaining again. It's you, you can't please everybody.
1: Well, it's we didn't really mean it. We just wanted to to poke fun and complain and call it the X-Bone and the Xbox done. Stupid, <sighs> stupid people on the internet. I
0: think she thinks she's going to be a good fit, though, because the core of the Xbox One is probably Windows 8 operating system.
1: Well, it has two operating systems on it. It does. Yeah, don't you remember that? That was like a whole big part of their presentation. No, did you watch their presentation?
0: I watched it until I started getting put off.
1: So five seconds.
0: No, it was about twenty minutes.
1: Okay. Yeah, it actually runs two operating systems basically in parallel. One designed specifically for games and running games and hosting games, and the other as kind of a general operating system. And that's what lets it do the cool things like put the game in a window so that you can do other stuff. Gotcha. And that kind of seamless, very fast transition.
0: Was because of basically they're running a virtual machine, quote-unquote virtual machine-ish.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure the the actual mechanics behind it.
0: Hmm. Okay, so the mem- the memo came out from Microsoft. Yeah, and I guess it was full of inane moments. So I have the other the the topic on there called the other side of the Microsoft memo it has twelve moments of quote unquote nonsense from it. Okay, which means there's just lots of corporate doublespeak. Ah. Which things like, here's a quote, the frontier of high-valued scenarios we enable will march outward, but we have strengths and proven capabilities on which we will draw.
1: Proven, right? Yeah. Okay. Did that actually say anything there, or was it just fluff?
0: It seems like this thing was just padded with lots of fluff. Okay. I don't like fluff. The evangelism and business development team will drive partners across our integrated strategy and its execution.
1: I'm not even sure what that means.
0: Yeah, I don't know either.
1: Like, that's... what? <laughs> I don't know. I do not understand. Goddamn, Microsoft. You are... I, I, I'm i not sure Microsoft realizes that they're behind. How is
0: Microsoft behind?
1: As far as console. True. I mean, Granted, there's significantly more to Microsoft than just their Xbox division. Very true. And in most of the rest of the company, they're going to be well ahead. Although their phone division, they're behind...
0: Their tablet division—they're behind. I think they started getting the idea though with that uh, the software where they were actually were planning on doing the subscription service. They actually seem to be ahead.
1: Which software with subscription?
0: Uh, Office three sixty five or the one we just. Oh, yep. Pay per month.
1: See, the thing is, Office is where they're ahead.
0: But else, I don't know. It's
1: no, no. I mean, do you disagree?
0: No, no. Office is where they're ahead.
1: Okay, then why are, they, why are they trying to... I don't know. I have no idea what they're trying to do right now.
0: They're trying to fix what was wrong.
1: Yeah, good luck. Microsoft has a history of fixing the wrong things.
0: Yeah, and I think that the bureaucracy at Microsoft is a little yep. much. Yeah. That's what happens when you're a company who tries to do so many different things.
1: Well, I wish them the best of luck. A friend of mine from work actually just left to go work over at Microsoft. So, good luck to Microsoft. I still think they should just pull themselves out of the hardware side of phones, pull themselves out of the OS side of the phones, and just throw their weight behind Android, and it would dominate.
0: Yeah, if they somehow made some sort of Windows-Android integration,
1: Mm -hmm. they would dominate.
0: So what else we got going on here?
1: Oh, Uh, one last tidbit for
0: Microsoft and Xbox. Um, it seems that Zach showed up again, Mr. The, Weigel. Yes, with the Gamers Outreach Foundation is on is part of Xbox's Xbox Live Stories.
1: Hmm. Well, that so, was only a matter of time. Yeah,
0: it's a it's a minute fifteen second video on Xbox's official YouTube channel about the Gamers Outreach Foundation.
1: Good for him. I actually got an email about that from Gamers Outreach.
0: Oh, you too? Yeah.
1: Saying hey, check us out. We're featured. Good for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, so what do you want to go through next? Hmm? Well, we still have plenty of stuff with games. This is a, a game-heavy week.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: World of Warcraft.
0: Okay. Oh By is the it way, 8 million people now and falling?
1: Probably. By the way, though, 10 months clean.
0: Ooh, I, I can't even remember the last time I...
1: I even uninstalled it from the machine.
0: Ooh.
1: Hey, that was a big step.
0: Okay, so now you have me linked to a topic inside the WoW forums.
1: Yes. Thankfully, they're public forums, so you don't need to register or log in to see it. I have linked a blue response, which is an official Blizzard response. And in it, they talk about an in-game store. Now, not in-game vendors like what they've had since release, where you, you go and buy and sell equipment for in-game currency, Oh no no, this would be microtransaction real money. So think rather about than... it. eight million people. Let's say one percent use this store. One percent of eight million, Andy, is
0: let's see you drop two zeros. So that would be eighty thousand people.
1: Yep. And if that one percent of the total game population spends a dollar, that's eighty thousand dollars.
0: Is this WoW's first attempt at going free to play?
1: Well WoW is free to play up to level a certain level twenty. Right?
0: Yeah, with it's free to play quote unqu it's quote unquote. It's a it's a demo. Yeah. It's
1: it's basically you get a demo up to level twenty. Because you can't do things like uh, you know, trade or communicate or join a guild. Or really do anything other than kill shit. Yeah. Uh but yeah, this is they they dropped in a lot of money.
0: Well, they're going to be testing it in the Asia regions first
1: and then rolling it out worldwide
0: if it works.
1: If it works. I could see I could easily see a level 80 player or 90, whatever it is now, 90, saying I want to try this other class, but I don't want to spend 4 months leveling it up. Oh, I can just go spend like 3 bucks and purchase an XP boost.
0: It honestly seems like this game is easy mode compared to what it used to be.
1: I mean, the game was always easy mode, Andy.
0: I don't know. When you tried to solo some of that stuff, that was not easy mode.
1: Then you were trying to solo stuff that was too high for you.
0: I know, which was always fun to just try and kite whatever I was soloing off to another location. Okay, hunters.
1: goddamn hunters.
0: <laughs> we can kite anything anywhere.
1: Not anymore. I know. It's too bad. It's, it's really different now.
0: It was fun to take something from like Black Rock Spire and then just kite it all the way to Stormwind. To Stormwind, uh, to Stormwind. all these level ones they just show up there, and you're just like, "Oh, what's this? You oh, I'm dead. Are a dick. You get Goddamn bored. Hunters.
1: Everything. All the bugs were hunters. All you needed was three keys.
0: Until somebody put up the one where you just had the one button.
1: Then you had one key. Yep. But anyway, so yeah microtransactions in wow it's on its way out it's a i mean it was a meteoric rise which is kind of an interesting phrase if you think about it
0: i was thinking almost exponential rise
1: yeah well what does it mean andy to be a meteoric rise when meteors are the things that fall to the earth
0: i was gonna think it was kind of a rocketing rise
1: yeah but isn't the isn't the expression a meteoric i thought it was a meteoric fall I'm pretty sure there's meteoric rise.
0: Oh, let me, let me Google this.
1: Yeah, meteoric rise to fame. Huh. <laughs> Similar to a meteor in speed, brilliance, or brevity. That's why. That it's so short and so bright.
0: Well, this one was not short. Wow. It went off like a rocket and then kind of just stayed there. Now yeah. it's finally falling back Now it's back coming
1: back down. Now it is a meteoric fall. In the sense of, it's going to crash into the ground. But it's taken its sweet time, and there's plenty of stuff they can do like this to to continue to make money on it. This is going to make them so much money.
0: So speaking of MMOs and money, yeah, there's another story from Eve. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, okay. So
1: um, Let me me check first. Is this player-driven or corporate-driven? What do you mean? Like, is this CCP doing something weird? Oh, no, this is player-driven. Okay, so this is the players did something again. Yes. Uh, Was there embezzlement? No. Was there a hostile takeover? No. Huh. Was there a pyramid scheme? No. Which is more or less embezzlement? Yes. Piracy? No. All right, go for it.
0: Okay, so this is kind of a new one. Think of a long...
1: Wait, wait, they found out another way to screw people over? Yeah. Okay.
0: So... Um, one of the groups called Pandemic Legion. Yep. Received an SOS, which it assumed was from one of their players in distress. So they took out their one of their big guns, one of the super carriers that they have, to basically assist in trouble. Um, it turns out the player that they had put in charge of leading their fleet was actually a spy for an opposing group.
1: Mm-hmm. What?
0: So they led the carrier, the carrier, basically into an ambush. What? Yeah, it was a false distress signal that was actually an ambush.
1: These people have no morals. <laughs> no. This is the, like, it's i I've played this game, it's a fun game, but these are, like, the darkest, most horrific people you will ever play an MMO with. What the hell? All right, so they led the carrier into an ambush. I assume the carrier was completely overwhelmed.
0: Yes, this is only one of three ships its size in existence in the game. Oh, no. <laughs> it carries a value of 309 billion ISK, which, as we know, you can. there is a conversion a between... Conversion. Yeah, yeah, so
1: what's the real-world value?
0: $9,000.
1: $9,000 ship.
0: Yes, a $9,000 ship gets its ass handed to it.
1: Oh, that's terrible. Oh, and they're idiots for sending it out alone. Look, you, you will never see, like, the USS Enterprise no, it's, it's, by it's, itself.
0: No, it always has support vehicles.
1: You have a fleet. You do not send a single ship.
0: Well, that was the thing, though. Is this spy who was in charge of the fleet
1: sent the single ship.
0: Yes. Oh!
1: What the hell?
0: That's Eve for you.
1: How do you get how long did they have to be planning that to plant a spy and have him gain the trust and responsibility
0: to get handed the keys to the fleet? Oh, that it must have been it had to have been a long play. This is one of the things where it's just like you kind of wish that they would do that whole player thing there, because this is a story that would just seem interesting to read. Oh, my! how long was this guy undercover in order to do this?
1: What did he have to do to like prove his allegiance? Oh my god, that's terrible.
0: So yeah, $9,000 gone in a puff of virtual smoke.
1: Wow. No, Eve. Eve. Oh my god, Andy, we're not allowed to play that game.
0: No, no we're not.
1: Ever. No. Ever. <laughs> as much as I want to, it, it really was a fun, fun game. No. <laughs> not if... No. God! Oh, this is for like spies and accountants. Yeah, this is what CIA operatives do in their free time.
0: <laughs> oh, I could so see that. Like,
1: well, I mean, you know, if you if you work at a spy agency, do you really want to be a spy when you go home to relax? No,
0: true. You probably just want to shut your brain off.
1: Wow, Eve. Yep, Eve. I nine thousand dollars just gone in an instant.
0: There's a video and of CCP the CCP yeah. is
1: just sitting there laughing.
0: There, there's a video of the attack too online. You can probably hunt it down
1: and watch them take down this like super carrier.
0: Yeah, the uh, what a some, no surprise. There's a lot of salty language involved.
1: Probably a couple of people are going, "What the hell is going on? Oh my god, that's so going to hurt that corporation." Yeah, that's a lot of resources. So, speaking of space-based MMOs, okay, Star Citizen have you Have you been keeping tabs on it at all? Nope. This is the uh crowdfunded MMO. They just reached another milestone because they're still i mean the the crowdfunding is done, but they're still kind of selling as it were, not really shares, but they're still accepting donations. okay. They've hit thirteen million dollars from crowdfunding.
0: jeez that's a lot of
1: meatballs. Thirteen million dollars for nothing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. One week ago, fourteen million dollars.
0: Oh boy.
1: What the hell?
0: I don't know. I guess people like donating money.
1: I mean, I I've donated a lot to this, but fourteen million dollars.
0: Have you donated at all to uh, Desert Bus?
1: I have not donated to Desert Bus. At least not this year. Is it going on right now? Or no? Which is okay. kind of
0: surprising that the New York, the New Yorker, decided to do an article about Desert Bus in the middle of July.
1: Yeah, why?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I was, I actually got this from somebody who posted about it at the radio station that I volunteer at, and I'm just like, really, there's an article about Desert Bus, and I was in there reading the first part of it, and they talk about how Penn and Teller made Desert Bus, and I'm just like. Why would they post an article about Desert Bus and then not talk about Desert Bus for Hope? For hope, And then, right. like, four paragraphs into it, they start talking about Desert Bus for Hope. And I'm like, oh.
1: Well, that's what the opening is, isn't it?
0: Well, yeah, that first little paragraph is one of the guys from Desert Bus from Hope. Well, from Loading Ready Run, so. Yeah. But, yeah, Desert Bus, has, it's like half a year away, isn't it? Normally, isn't it around the holidays?
1: Yeah, it's during the Child's Play drive.
0: Yeah. So I have no idea why they decided to put the article out there now.
1: I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. God, that game is so terrible.
0: <laughs> have you actually tried playing it?
1: Yes. Yeah, so have I. So terrible. It's a, it's about as bad as Quap.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh god, I think if you had to do that for, you know, three five days.
1: Hours. Yeah. Three days. I uh, just five hours would be more than enough for me. Um what else do we have? Dota two has been released it's out of beta
0: i thought it was already out of beta because who gave me dota 2 on steam then
1: someone in the beta i should really try it sometime andy do you want to try dota later today uh no oh too many other new games on steam that you're buying
0: yeah i'm doing uh scribble moths right now
1: mm. so i found something out on steam that i would never looked at before the okay. marketplace and team fortress 2 items they actually sell. Okay. So if you have TF2 items for classes that you're not playing, go and sell them.
0: I think I have sold everything that I can sell on TF2.
1: Okay.
0: Right. Hold on, let me I've check.
1: Like ten bucks.
0: Let me check my inventory. Steam
1: sale is like three games. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I have eleven marketable items and all the stuff there. Minus, yeah, it's all hats now.
1: Okay. Just making sure.
0: Which, some of these hats that I want to keep, so I'm not going to sell them.
1: Why do you want to keep a hat?
0: Because they're hats for the heavy, or the soldier, Ah, or the engineer.
1: Okay, the three classes you play. Yes. Alright. Anyway, what's left?
0: Um, The U.S. government has officially declared eSport athletes...
1: As professional athletes.
0: As professional athletes.
1: They come in on the same kind of visa as any other professional athlete.
0: Yes. Cool. Which means that you can actually, you know, have some serious international competition now for esports. Yeah,
1: because now they can come into the country. Good for them. I'm not sure I fully agree, but good for them.
0: What do you mean you don't fully agree?
1: That it's, it should be considered a professional sport.
0: Well, the people will be, oh, somebody coming in from Korea would only be coming in for this competition and nothing else and then That's leaving true. again. That's true. So it's along the same lines of somebody coming in from Korea to play basketball or something and then leaving again. Yep. So, Dave, here's an odd question for you. Is owning a car cool? No. No?
1: I mean, it's damn useful. I wouldn't survive without one right now. But what, I mean, what do you mean by cool?
0: Well, that's the thing is, this is coming from, uh... A quote from the CEO of Zipcar, which is a car sharing site, so put that on right. with your grain of salt.
1: Put that but, on with a grain of salt. Okay, anyway.
0: It th- his quote says, Millennials really live a different way. Car ownership isn't as important to them. If you ask people to name their top brands, it used to be that a car brand would show up quickly. But that is lower down for millennials, maybe into the second ten. If they had to pick between a smartphone or a car, they would pick a phone. Which is why I was saying that it's kind of... Put it with a grain of salt because this guy is the CEO of a company who wants Sol's people to not buy cars.
1: Right. Um, yeah, I'm not sure I, I really agree with him on a lot of that. It, if I had to choose between having a car and having my phone, I'd pick the car.
0: Yeah, which is – when I first read this, I was like, really? That seems surprising. But then if you think about it, we are not
1: – Millennials.
0: No. And we are also not in a major metropolitan area. Right. Like, out here, if you didn't have a car, you'd be screwed. Yes, you—there is a bus service around here, but it's poor.
1: Well, you also live in Michigan, which has terrible public transportation.
0: All right, well, here we go. The Detroit News reported that the study, conducted by the University of Michigan's Transportation Research Institute, showed a noticeable decline in young drivers, especially those in the 16- to 19-year-old range. Mm Mm-hmm. 22% 22% of drivers were under the age of 30 in recent times, compared to roughly one-third, so 33%, back in 1983. Okay. In 1983, 69% of all 17-year-olds had driver's license. In 2008, it's down to 50%. So there is an actual statistical decline of teenage driver's licenses.
1: Yes.
0: Even in Michigan. So is are we just being old fogies now because we actually like to have a car?
1: Ish. I mean, I, I use my car and I could, I could not survive without, like, I couldn't get to work without my car.
0: I know. Neither, well, I could now get to work without my car, but that's because I live three miles from where I work.
1: I live six miles from where I work, so I suppose I could bike, but not in the winter. No. I'd have to get someone else who has a car to give me a lift.
0: It's just, it just seems so strange, but then, like I said, it's, We're not in a major metropolitan area. Therefore, it it almost seems like there's a dichotomy of people saying, oh, yeah, this is the future in, you know, places like San Francisco and L.A. or New York City. But as soon as you drive, you know, three miles outside of those towns, not three miles, but three hours outside of any of those places,
1: you're dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Will you even have cell phone service? Because I know half the time there's places out here that don't even have cell phone service. And we're living in an area between Chicago and Detroit. And somehow yep. there's places around here that don't have cell phone service still. Yeah. And that's just not that's, that's not T-Mobile. That's like no AT&T, no Verizon, no nothing. So let's see what else we got going on.
1: Engineering issues.
0: Yeah, this one was kind of po- pointing out the same thing. that um, This is what I was noticing with broadcast engineers, and it's also going on with electrical engineering. Mm-hmm. The number of... Uh, jobs in electrical engineering has been trending down with basically most of engineering stuff around the area. But the problem is that there's plenty of electrical engineers looking for jobs, but the companies don't want to spend money on training somebody to do the job. Right. So they have, you know, 200, 300 people applying for a job, but they're looking for that one guy who has the correct experience for the job, which comes to the classic catch-22, I need experience for a job,
1: to get a job.
0: To, to, yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad it's not just broadcasting, but it's engineering in general. I'm not really glad. I'm just, I don't know. It's just, I'm glad I'm not, it's not just one specific engineering field.
1: That it's, it's all over instead.
0: Yeah. Yay for lack of STEM education.
1: STEM? Science, tech, engineering, math? Yeah. Okay. So I think that's it for topics.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: All right. One other thing. Uh, just it, if this applies to you, you probably already know about it. Civ Five's expansion, Brave New World, was put on sale during the Steam sale for more of a discount than the pre-order. Ooh! The pre-order was a week ago. The game was released on the ninth. Ouch! So, Valve, get- well, Valve has come in and said, "Oops, we're sorry about that." And of course, instead of crediting, you know, the money back, which would be nice, they gave everyone who did that a free copy of Civilization 4. So I have a free copy of Civilization (laughs) 4. Who wants it?
0: Ah, Yeah. That's like saying you got the newest Super Mario Brother game. It went on sale right away, and they're like, oh, sorry, instead of, you know. Here's the original. Yeah, here's the original Super Mario Brothers.
1: Yeah, kind of ticked. I'm actually more ticked now than I was when I found out it was on sale for less than I paid for it. Like, I appreciate you trying to make it better, but make it better. This is not, no. No. All right. Random review. Andy, it's your week.
0: Yes, and I am going to review something called My Coach.
1: My Coach. So similar to My Fitness Pal.
0: Uh, This one is done by Adidas. It's more along the lines of Adidas's... Answer to Nike Plus.
1: Okay, and this is M.I. Coach.
0: Yes, it's M.I. Coach, all one word. So along the same lines of Nike Plus, they also have, you know, a little pedometer you can put in your shoe. Mm-hmm. They also have uh, connections for um, heart rate detection. Okay. Now, the reason I uh, originally did this, because I've been using Nike Plus since before um, smartphones.
1: Yeah, back when um, I plugged into your iPod.
0: Yes, is the fact that the the Nike Plus on the phone mm-hmm. was constantly running even if I was not running the app. Okay. Which always was a little um well A it was slowing down my phone because it was constantly running. Right. And B I'm not sure exactly what it was collecting, but it was definitely sending data when I had never had it open. So there was going something funky with it. So I'm like, I wonder if there's other options out there. And so I stumbled upon the MyCoach, which is a lot like um, Nike Plus. It helps you. It's got a uh, built-in GPS. What I like about this one a bit more than the Nike Plus is the fact that the uh, GPS is built into your training schedule sort of thing there. So um, you do a little assessment as your first workout, and it kind of figures out where you should be speed-wise for things. So it has zones that are like blue zone which is cool down warm-up that has the green zone and the yellow zone and the red zone red zone is supposed to be like all out for 30 seconds like you can't go any faster than this and so it will actually adjust its training speeds to match you hmm. so it's working out a bit i have do have some issues with it one is the fact that um, it uses your phone's gps
1: so your with, battery goes down
0: not as much as it was going down with the nike plus Now, this is definitely less of a resource hog, um, but it seems like they were working on it and then they got it 90% done and they just threw it out there. So some of the stuff there, it, it honestly depends on your phone's GPS where some of the stuff seems to be okay, but then some of the stuff doesn't really connect all that well. Like there were times I was running earlier today where I was running under tree cover and so it lost my phone's GPS and so it was like, you need to speed up, you're not moving.
1: It jumped you, or, or it just said, like, you're not going anywhere. Go yeah, faster. Yeah, basically.
0: You run faster. I'm like, I'm running at the I same have,
1: speed. I am.
0: So that's the, that's the, one of the downsides is the fact that you're using the GPS, and so if you don't have good GPS connection, you're going to have issues. Yep. Another so, thing, though, also is the fact that it was doing. I was doing some interval runs with it. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, okay, sprint for 25 seconds. And I start sprinting, but it takes, you know, a bit for the GPS to catch up to your new speed. So I was sprinting, you know, flat out as soon as it said sprint. But the GPS still said I was, you know, running a 12-minute mile, when in fact I was running probably like a six, seven-minute mile. So then it yells at you for that.
1: So not perfect.
0: No, it's not perfect, but if you're looking for something that's not Nike+, Plus. This would be a good choice. Now, the other thing, I haven't done this yet, but it also, um, it seems it can't take the GPS and the uh, heart rate monitor and combine the data on the phone. So if you had the heart rate monitor and you were using that and the uh, GPS, if you wanted to keep track of both of those, just to, you know, so you can plot your heart rate versus your actual location on the map, Mm -hmm. you have to do that afterwards. It's a little bit of a workaround that they have there, so.
1: Ah, that's unfortunate.
0: Yeah, it's... It's not perfect, but if you're looking for an alternative to Nike Plus.
1: What's wrong with just using, like, RunKeeper and a Fitbit?
0: I haven't uh, tried those out, so I don't know. It was one of those things where um, I was looking for something that would do the tracking and uh, have built-in free training programs. Mm -hmm. So I haven't kept track of RunKeeper at all or not, so I don't know.
1: Well, it might be worth taking a quick peek.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll... Use my coach this year for the marathon and then I'll probably try something like Run Keeper or something else next year. Okay. So I'll let you know. The, the, I started with this one, so I might as well just keep going with these guys. Yep. So it's, it's an alternative is what I'm saying. Is it the best alternative? I don't know, but it's an alternative. Okay. So that was my random review.
1: Random topic. A really interesting one.
0: Yeah, this was actually a recently uh, submitted topic from one of Kate's co-workers. Um, there's another one on the list that I am not really looking forward to, but we'll get to that one when we do. Okay. So this random topic is if the internet went down forever, forever, would that be the end of civilization? What would happen to society slash people in general?
1: So first answer, no, it would not be the end of civilization. No. Uh, second answer. It depends what you mean by the internet is gone.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking about during my run today.
1: And and you know I am all I'm hesitant to kind of go down that path because I don't want Andy to say like oh Dave's just looking for loopholes. But it, I mean, it really is going to ch- is the internet gone because there's no power?
0: Like, are we is doing the, revolution? Are is we the doing internet
1: gone because they passed a law that says computers are now illegal?
0: which actually was one of the topics we had that we didn't talk about, was with uh, Florida and a very badly worded law.
1: Right. Like, where, why is there no internet? Is Does that mean that there's no networking of computers at all? Well,
0: the internet.
1: No, there's a difference between the internet and the World Wide Web. Yes. So if there's no internet, I mean, you know, can I then not connect to my Bank's database because that's I, pretty much how the the credit cards are done now.
0: Well, that's the thing It's like that's credit over, cards online anymore. <laughs> credit cards, checks, and that sort of stuff was around before the internet.
1: Yes, but those were they were phone based before the internet.
0: Yes, so it seems like we would just drop back to the nineteen fifties, eighties. What
1: eighties? They were still phone based in the eighties. True. Yeah, it, it's it's hard to say. I mean, like. My, my So my gut answer is the way she intended the, class, the question or he intended the question is no. It would not be the end of society. My interpretation of it is that the only way for that to happen...
0: Is if society ended.
1: Is if society had ended. Now... You can say, Andy, that I'm I'm looking for a loophole or I'm looking for a special case, but that's, I mean, that's what makes sense to me.
0: So it, okay, so we'll go along the lines if, what happens if we got stuck back in 1980s pre-internet technology? What would happen to our current civilization if that happened?
1: How? Like, that's...
0: I don't know, We but we'll just theoretically say that happens. Take our modern society and somehow drop it back to 1980s pre-internet technology.
1: There'd be a global economic collapse. There'd be looting, rioting, mass murder, shooting. The military would have to step in and take over.
0: Because of all the banking transactions that were done over the internet?
1: Well, because no one would have money. True, because I'm
0: guessing all of our banking data would be... Well,
1: banking data... um Logistics, moving food from the farms out to wherever it needs to be. In fact, most farms would stop working. A lot of farms are remote-controlled through the internet.
0: I would love to see a citation for that statement.
1: Modern Farm Equipment Internet.
0: I I know they have remote-controlled stuff there because they have the super... uh, specific GPS stuff there, though, because that was the whole thing with um, the company LightScribe or something like that, who was having a fight with the uh, GPS frequencies because their frequencies and the GPS frequencies were next to each other. So I know there's remote oh, farm it? equipment, but I don't think that the internet have, would be I part to, of that.
1: I have to check it. Well, not necessarily the internet, but again, a network.
0: Would that be really a bad thing, though, to kind of just take a step back and
1: I, if you are one of the lucky people who lives through it, you'd be fine.
0: be interesting to see how all these modern kids would have to learn what an encyclopedia is.
1: Yep. I'd have to find a new job.
0: <laughs> True.
1: be really hard to do electronic medical records without the internet.
0: Well, then you'd probably just go back to the classic giant server in the basement.
1: Uh, yes, we could still do that. Except that the server connected to everything on there, that's the internet, Andy.
0: (laughs) Well, no, I just mean uh, building specific...
1: Local networks.
0: Yeah, local networks. Well,
1: so are local networks still okay? Well,
0: it's not part of the internet.
1: Except that as soon as I take two of those local networks and connect them, I have the internet.
0: You have a internet.
1: Okay. Where's the line? What's stopping me then from recreating the internet?
0: I don't... uh... God, now I have to remember how all well, of the stuff I read in uh, the book that I was reading called Tubes, which was actually about the physical structure of the internet.
1: Right. I'm saying if, if we are disallowing the internet, we are disallowing networked computers. I'm just as saying, soon as you have two computers networked together, that's an internet.
0: Well, it's a network of networks, is what the internet specifically is. Okay,
1: so if I have four computers, two of which are networked, the other two are networked, and then I connect those.
0: Well, yeah. Then the question becomes: When is that part of? When is that just a private network? Right. And when is it part of the internet? Right. Because you can have private where, wide area networks. Where
1: are you drawing the line?
0: I don't know.
1: So. I I'd, I'd say you have to take it to the extreme and say there's no network computing.
0: Which I that seems ridiculous if you take it to a completely illogical conclusion.
1: Well, I'm you know, with no Granted this offense, is a pretty illogical it's a problem. question. Yeah. And with all due respect for for whoever submitted the the topic, it's a good topic, it's a fun thing to think about, but it's kind of ridiculous. What do you mean by there is no internet?
0: Try telling our modern kids that. What do you mean there's no internet?
1: So when I grew
0: up we had granted to... there are still places in the United States which does that, not have Yeah, have internet access. No. Yes. Heck I could I could drive 3 miles away from this room that I am currently sitting in and have no internet access.
1: You could also be in the room you're in and just turn off your computer.
0: True. But then I would still be accessing the internet through your cell phones.
1: Turn off You'd... your phone.
0: That's so yeah. I feel like this should be just be a national no-internet day. See how people... I
1: feel like that would be a terrible idea. I, know. I would like to remind you the economy.
0: There's got to be a... Mm.
1: No. <laughs> Andy, look at what happens whenever there's a, a large regional blackout.
0: I don't have a problem. Well, granted, now I actually would have a problem, because then I'd get a call from the radio station going, we have no power. Yep. Which, now that I think about it, do we have any sort of...
1: How much of the stuff that your radio station does is handled over the internet?
0: Yeah, the university would have backup generators.
1: I'm willing to bet contract negotiations, information about what you're playing...
0: Yeah, that stuff is put online. Yeah. Most of our stuff, though, is pretty low-tech. I can honestly tell you that. We're a pretty laid-back radio station. Okay. Where if we lost access to the internet, yes, our internet stream would go down, but we could still keep going as long as we had power
1: would you still be getting new content from the recording studios
0: um right now most of that stuff is 50 50 digital and physical
1: but but you're losing half of your new content
0: Yes, we are losing half of the new content, but it's still, I'm telling you from the record labels that we talked to, some of them are switching to digital-only distribution of their new content, but it's yep. still not 100%.
1: They will continue to move that direction.
0: Yeah, because it, it, it's cheaper for them rather than yep. having them print out a million CDs, CDs and sending Chipper. them out to a million radio stations.
1: Yep. All right. So, would society collapse because of lack of internet? Probably not. Would the lack of internet be because society is already collapsed? Probably.
0: How would people react? A lot of people would be upset. Some people would be like,
1: eh. Some people would have to find new jobs. Yes. That would be me. My new job would probably be, I'm going to start rebuilding the internet. <laughs> All right,
0: well. Because the infrastructure would probably still be there.
1: Yeah, who knows? I mean, maybe the infrastructure was torn up, and that's why there's no internet.
0: Really? The amount of fiber that is everywhere?
1: Uh Give me another reasonable reason why there's no internet. I don't know. I can't think of did, did, did they take down the, like, seven or eight DNS servers? I
0: thought there was, like, 21 DNS servers now.
1: I don't know. They're all in a bunker or scattered around in bunkers.
0: There's enough of them out there that it,
1: yeah, it'd have be hard. Yeah, would to take down all of them. And new ones could probably be put up pretty quickly.
0: Unless you did something. How did the, uh, how was YouTube taken down that one time? I don't know. I remember it was something with the DNS servers where somehow the DNS servers reported that you, like, told YouTube is actually pointing to a website that was not YouTube.
1: Oops. Yeah, if you could just get a a small virus to propagate through the DNS servers. I think I just came up with Dan Brown's new book.
0: There was actually, um, Tom Clancy sort of did that with, uh, Wall Street at one point. Oh, fun. Where he, somebody had put a virus into one of the backup computers. Yep. And so it slowly propagated out through all the computers. Oops. And then with a couple of incorrect keystrokes that were put in there, Oops. it started uh, zeroing out every single uh, Wall Street transaction.
1: That's really funny.
0: Yeah, the day YouTube died, it looks like it was back in 2008.
1: All right. Well. On that happy note of civilization being collapsed, we will see you all next week. Thank you very much for listening.
0: As long as civilization is still running.
1: Yeah, (laughs) we'll be here again. All right, see ya.
0: That's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at... RA Podcast, or send us an email at mail at rapodcast.net. Thank you for listening.